Hey everyone, you're listening to Movie Awful. I'm Carl. And I'm Mac. And this is our first show, so it's going to be a bit rough around the edges, but uh, stick with us. I'm sure it'll get fucking worse as time goes on. <laughs> it's just going to go random, so just think of it as like a David Lynch type experience where you think you're listening to something and then there'll be a tangent, there'll be a tangent. It'll suddenly go warm up and madness. You'll be thinking you're seeing blue all the time. It's just going to be random shit. It's, and then you'll see me in your bedroom as well, just looking at you while you're trying to sleep. Chances are I'm probably already in your bedroom when you're sleeping anyway. I'm in your but, bedroom now. Yeah? So yeah. You're whacking one out right now. <laughs> well, I just finished, to be honest. I needed Salty. to take advantage of you not actually being there. So, <laughs> But I feel, I feel we should maybe explain to people what Movie Awful actually is and what we're planning it to be. So... Um, Mac, what would, what would your perception be of this show that we've been talking about for about a month? Of What, what are we trying to do here? Well, I think it's just to convey our love of the old uh, VHS classics for cults. So growing up uh, as kids in the 80s and 90s, just spending so much time in the video shops, picking up videos, like all the artwork of videos, then literally analysing every single video for about a half hour before you'd actually even choose it at the counter. Just all the love of VHS so and not just like in the adult section as well yeah we're talking about now we're, we're talking yeah, about oh, horror films the as adult well. section was good uh you know even as a 12 year old boy like the adult section was the holy grail it really was you'd have to i used to um get like a, a video cassette saying my little pony pretend i was reading the back of it and then toe punt it into the adult section go over to pick it up and then bob's your uncle you're holding like bend over hits the uk part three having a little look at the back of that and then the guy in the video shop going uh you need to move away from your son and i'm like i can't not not just yet you know and just <laughs> having to hang around for a little while so yeah. um but yeah i think movie awful is pretty much going to be like mark was saying our love of the, the the old sort of classics going into a video shop and that sort of analyzing and not always necessarily watching the film either just imagining what the film would be like just from looking at the artwork Oh, exactly. And uh, again, that doesn't inc include the adult ones, obviously. I can imagine what was going on in those films. You know, no, and, like, uh, that was yeah. a scary, confusing, happy time. But just the... And not just horror films. You had your action classics. You had your, your ninja films. Uh, yeah, no. There's a whole spate of uh, killer robot films as well. It was just so much great stuff going on in those times. Were there any killer robot ninja films? I think there was one called... Killer Robot Ninja, but I might just be imagining that. But I'm sure there was a, well, there was a lot of Robot Cop. I'm sure there was. There was a lot of American-based ones as well, like your American Cyborg, American Ninja, and <laughs> so, there was the fabled American Buddha Cop, which nobody seemed to have. No matter yeah. how many times we kept phoning the uh, local video shop and asking them if they had it, we just well, didn't it was. That was when our little uh, little games used to play as kids, wasn't it? We'd just go into a video shop and just request films which didn't even <laughs> exist. And they would just be there looking for ages just trying to find these films like Space uh -huh. Sammoth's uh, <laughs> American Buddha Cop and just never, ever finding them. <laughs> so um, let's, let's introduce ourselves a little bit so people know who the hell they're listening to. Um, so, yeah, so I'm Carl. And I'm Mac. And that's, that's, that's all us. you need to know. So me and Mac have been friends since, I, I think, about 14 or 13? 13, I think it was, uh, in English class in school. That's it. 
Because um, you might tell by our accents, we've got quite different uh, accents now. But we grew up in pretty much the same town and uh, went to the same school. And uh, our English teacher, in a moment of just absolute madness, put us together. Yeah, she wasn't thinking straight. And she put us together in English class. And Which it was, English uh, teacher was it? Was it the one? Was it? Was it the one that kept coming with black eyes all the time? It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that explains why she did that. Yeah. She was obviously like, she was probably getting beaten by her husband a little bit too much. Yeah. Wasn't thinking straight. Yeah. Um, I seem to remember she used to wear quite short skirts as well. Yeah, but she had really big thighs. Yeah. Like, oh, really... They were... She could have been a professional wrestler, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. No, what, what was her name? It's probably it's probably best that we don't actually say a name, is it? But yeah, any of our friends will know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah. I, I do remember her name now, and now I shall uh, I shall email it to you after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to Facebook see if she's still alive, see if she's still uh, yeah, just got black look. eyes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, just have a little look on Facebook, but but yeah, I think I can't even remember. How we I think we just got chatting, and then I think we were yeah. told you. You weren't allowed to leave the school premises at lunchtime, were you? No, that's it. And um, I only lived about a 10-minute walk from school. And uh, we just went back to my uh, house every lunchtime and we just started putting on horror films and uh, occasionally when we were a bit older, it was stuff like Basic Instinct. But uh, to begin with, it was stuff like House. And I remember putting on House, not so much... We loved the film. It was great primarily just for the last five minutes with the, the end credits because my mum would always walk in and <laughs> <laughs> she would start singing the song you're no good you're no good you're no good baby, baby you're, you're no good. good yeah and she had the worst and look, one of the greatest ladies in the world but uh by god she couldn't sing for shit like yeah, um, that was great. she she never really noticed that the same film was on every single every day <laughs> every day and then then that sort of thing kind of escalated to um, trapping your mum in the shed and stuff oh, as well, yeah. didn't it? After telling her that uh, there was a load of pornographic magazines stored in there. That, yeah. Um, that, um, yeah, that was, that was one day as well, we just told everyone randomly there was a, a party going on in my house after uh, after lunch. That's, on like that's a, right. some Wednesday or Thursday. Like, bear in mind, we're only about 14. <laughs> and and the kids were just school. mitching off school then, <laughs> knocking my mum's door. <laughs> yeah i think we were we were actually in school though weren't we yeah yeah we were <laughs> yeah <laughs> we were back to school yeah <laughs> but then there was there was also chris chew he ended up in uh locked in your mum's bedroom as well somehow didn't they where yeah. uh, we tied the door handle um yeah. yeah yeah so that's that's the sort of people that me and mac actually yeah. uh Work. This is how we become friends, basically, just tormenting other kids. Being absolute dicks. Yeah. <laughs> but no, remember, uh, as I say, talking over the table, uh, just, I mean, sort of talking about, if I remember correctly, it was, um, I think it was Evil Dead and Trick or Treat were the sort of yeah. two films which got us going. And uh, we just realised then, right, we had this mutual love for these films and we just bonded straight away then. And Don't we've had a it. strange sort of. Um, path uh, together ever since because we ended up leaving school and we ended up in the same job together on yeah, that, was, that was after you went fucking you joined the army oh man that was awesome uh, shit man didn't you i was uh, the worst genuine this is no word of a lie now i was the worst soldier ever um <laughs> they wouldn't even let me have uh, a rifle of live ammo i was that bad they did you gave me a pickaxe handle to carry around did they write gun on the side of it <laughs> no 
they wouldn't let me have a pen. Just, <laughs> just a pickaxe handle. And uh, I was on guard duty and uh, I had to walk around the army base with a pickaxe handle <laughs> as if I could stop any terrorists with <laughs> anyone invading the camp. Like, imagine Red Dawn if it was just behemoths with pickaxe handles. I don't know. I reckon you could have stopped September the 11th. Yeah. Like, I thought I could have given uh, like some mild concussions, maybe. I reckon you could have done it. You could have stopped all of those planes from crashing into World Trade Center and Pentagon and all that just with your pickaxe handle. Because you, I, I bet you were pretty nifty after like how many years were you in the army with a pickaxe handle? Uh, six months. Six months. So six months, mate. That's. I mean, if I had a pickaxe handle, I I could do nothing with it right now. I wouldn't even know how to hold it. But you've got six months of experience. Yeah. So yeah. God bless America. I think that could be. A next movie franchise just uh some badass guy a soldier just goes around with a pickaxe handle just stopping wars what would you call it oh hard to handle hard to handle I like that yeah that's good isn't it yeah don't pick a fight with me i don't know ah so yeah that could be his tagline yeah you picked the wrong guy <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Be anything. <laughs> we're just we're just making films here as well. We're making yeah. history. Get the worst thing is now, Harvey Weinstein's probably listening to this now, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to have those two lads. I'm going to get them into my room. I'm going to make him pitch me some movies. Yes, he he's going to be like, I'm going to fill both their beards with my balls, <laughs> and and I hope that they don't want it to happen as well. Because if they do, then that's the end. That's the contract void. Like it's not going to work. So, what are you drinking there, Mac? Oh. Sorry, I'm having a nice, uh, refreshing glass of left. Nice. Yeah. So it's not even 12 o'clock on Sunday yet. Ah, you know. It's past 12 o'clock somewhere, so why not? Yeah, it's bound to be. In it. Yeah. I'm just drinking this delicious Italian-style lemon drink called Limonata. Oh, and what I really like about exotic. this... Yes. What's really cool is that the, on the top of the can, it's usually got a little bit of foil, which means that if any rats have done a shit or a piss or if a guy's been playing with his penis near the can, I can just peel the foil off and I can't taste semen or rat piss. That's always a bonus. Some some people prefer that taste of uh, semen and rat piss, but uh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm quite old fashioned. I prefer yeah, it, I, uh, rat piss free. I'm more of a sour drinker than a kind of a savoury salt based drinker, to be honest. So. <laughs> Um, so as you said there's gonna be a lot of tangents in this podcast <laughs> we might actually talk about film at some point i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah actually like I, i'm gonna go back to films here <laughs> but do you know like i i didn't actually get to watch evil dead or hellraiser until i was about i was near 15 okay so, so late, yeah it? it was really weird so my my dad was he was great at letting me watch horror films. Like, I watched a load of films I shouldn't have watched when I was little. Like, um, I remember one of the first horror films that I watched was Ghoulies. Ah, oh, classic. Now, obviously, if you watch that these days, it's, it is. It's a pile of shite, and, you know, it's in a good way. It's not that scary at all. But you've got to think, I was about four years old when I seen this, and you got these little fucking demonic creatures... There's a bit in it as well where one of them busts out of a giant life-size clown. I don't know if you remember that. Vaguely. Yeah. I, um, I always preferred the second one to the first one. Oh, I yeah. can vaguely remember, like, is it like some seance at a house party or some That's seance it. at a manor? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mental. So it's, it's a classic. bunch of kids all go to this house. They find like, uh, like a sort of 
demonic witchcrafty bit in the basement. The hunky boyfriend, he decides, you know, oh, I'm going to learn some black magic. I think he's somehow related to um, an evil wizard, like, you okay. know, because that's going to happen. And he conjures up all of these creatures by accident. And he conjures up the, the three ghoulies. And then he has a house party. And then this is, this is the story exactly as it is. Then a clown's in it. Then a demon comes out of the clown and his eyes bleed. And then there's a fight between two wizards. One of them's a zombie. One of them's an old man. And then the guy's got yellow eyes. So, <laughs> like, if you're four years old watching that shit, I mean, that's a mindfuck. I mean, I know it makes sense now when I recall <laughs> it, and that makes perfect sense. But as a kid, that makes no fucking sense. And, yeah, it really scared me. I was like, yeah. films are not supposed to be confusing. What's That's going it. on? I suppose, like, growing up in things like Never Ending Story or Star Wars and then just watching that, it's just yeah. like, what the hell? Exactly. <laughs> yellow eyes. Talking about yellow eyes. And oh, the, other one. Oh, the other one that scared me was fucking uh, Thriller, the Thriller video. Okay. Yeah, that that scared the shit out of me. I think Michael Jackson probably scared a lot of young boys at some point, but uh, I think it was justified in this one. Yeah, but I th I'd say there was a lot of young boys that weren't scared. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings yeah, us sorry, to uh, the table. <laughs> sorry, um, keep interrupting over you, sorry. Um, but uh, my memory of Ghoulies as a child was so much more of the actual case rather than the film. Hmm. You know, going back to what we said in video shops, yeah, the cases right. were sometimes a lot more cooler than the actual films themselves. That's right, because it was the thing popping up out of the toilet, wasn't it? The, the actual it. Ghoulie. Yeah, the famous tagline as well, isn't it? They'll get you, in, or they'll get yours in the end. Yeah, and as a kid, I didn't know what that meant either. I was like, yeah. "Have I got these creatures in my house?" Or so, and the other really cool thing about that video cover is that that creature looks exactly like my brother or my brother <laughs> Neil. When he was little, that's what he used to look like, was that uh, green ghoulie creature that's coming <laughs> up out of the toilet. And, Did he stick um, out of the toilet himself? Well, I tried pushing him into a toilet and painting him green, but <laughs> mum was really cross. And I was like, well, it's just an experiment, you know, because I, I took the video case into the toilet with me, put it next to the toilet, grabbed Neil as a baby, he was about three, just pushed him into the toilet, paint him green. Mum's like, what are you fucking doing? It's just cosplay, isn't it? You know, it is. It was, it was cosplay. That's that's yeah. it. I, he was upside down, <laughs> his face in the toilet, and I was painting my brother's testicles. <laughs> so I can understand possibly why mum was cross. If I'd done it the right way out, then. But you know, yeah, I was fight. young. <laughs> yeah, so so what, uh, was, what was one of the first films you watched then? Or oh, what uh, do you remember? Uh, vividly, vividly uh, demons. Yeah. Uh, Produced by Dario Argento, and again, just kind of the films I'd seen prior to that. Uh, my horror films are kind of limited to things like Abbott Costello, right. Meet Frankenstein, the old nice. uh, black and white uh, Universals, a couple of uh, Hammer horror films. But uh, my dad was very, very extremely liber liberal with what he could watch, and uh, he bought uh, Demons back one night and said, "Oh, I can watch it." <laughs> and my, my mind was blown. It's just. Uh, to go from seeing Abbott Costello to something like Demons, which is so visceral, just batshit yeah. crazy, just so in your face. It was just, you know, just a mind uh, life-changing experience. And Tony the Pimp is the greatest movie character, I think, in history. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is. 
I, you got you got to meet him, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I did get to meet him. He was, I think he was one of the first uh, horror actors I ever got to meet. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of um, a mindfuck in a way, because like, Demons is such a big part of my life. And to meet him, and he's this big black guy, and then he's just got this uh, bored Italian accent there, and it just doesn't quite meld together. Ah, they, they, so they dub over, they dub over, like, after dub all the voices, don't they, with the gentle yeah. films and... Mm. Ah. Yeah, so, so did they not have a guy dubbing him when you seen him? Well, I first thought the guy was who was with him was his voiceover guy. <laughs> <laughs> and was he an even bigger blacker so, guy? So he's like, hey, how are you, Steve? And then the guy was like, hey, Steve, how are you? <laughs> was he going like this? Mamma mia. <laughs> yeah, like that to you. Yeah. But then the other guy's going, mamma mia, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he was he was lovely, actually. And he, uh, did, when I explained how Demons was the first thing, he said, ah, oh, so... Ah, it was your first nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more like Bella Lugosi then. <laughs> yeah, it sounded Bobby like Rhodes, the, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, from like, Sesame Street. Yeah, but I was lucky enough, going off another tangent, um, to see Demons on a big screen um, last year. Yeah. And, and it's such an amazing experience to see Demons, which is, uh, for those who haven't seen it, shame on you. Uh, it's a horror film basically set in a cinema. And to watch it in the cinema as an adult yeah. it was fantastic and to watch it with a good crowd would appreciate it for the film as well it was a, just a really good uh, experience i think the um the go- i think demons is actually one of the first of like that level of kind of almost like almost body horror type films i'd seen done done to that degree you know like when she's sort of changing and you see the fingernails fucking mm. busting out and you see the demonic ones coming out and is it on her cheek? She's got like a yellow bloody that's right, like, yeah. cheek and stuff. I and mean, it's, it's pretty grim. Brilliant. Well, to me, it was almost kind of like um, American Werewolf in London. Everyone says there's this like iconic transformation scene and all that. But uh, for me, Demons is on that level where yeah. transformation is just so in your face. It's slow. You're, you're feeling her pain. You're feeling her suffering with it. Especially yeah. with, when the teeth start protruding through her mouth. and That's right, I forgot about yeah. the teeth and that as well. Yeah, and it's, some of it was done stop motion as well, which I always think looks, stop motion effects look amazing in horror. Yeah. And to see that happening is uh, a very effective uh, special effect. But oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Looking back on it, though, an amazing film it is. And I had um, the VHS of it as well, so I wore it out uh, as I did with uh, several other VHSs. But again, that's going back to the, the adult ones. But with um, Demons, one thing which always stood out was how batshit crazy the soundtrack was as well. <laughs> yeah. It's just the most bizarre soundtrack it to a, a film. Great, it just did not it's fit whatsoever. <laughs> you know, you've got like Billy Idol, Go West, <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> Saxon. It was just all these bizarre bands on <laughs> this horror film just being tacked on for no reason. But yeah, I, I do like the way they just suddenly just fucking pop in into scenes as well. It's just like... Yeah. Yeah, we'll just use this song now and just slam yeah. that in there. And no, nah, it's it's it is it's a really cool film. I, I quite like the second one as well. I, I was about to say the same thing, Carl. It's just uh, I think the second one's a very underappreciated stuff. There's a lot of very subversive stuff going on as well, like um, the scene where the demon comes from the actual. They're watching telly, and the demon comes through the telly. Yeah. And this is like before Ring, you know. It's That's a, it. Yeah, it's really and, cool. And as well, uh, Bobby Rhodes, who played Tony the Pimp in the first film, made another. <laughs> 
appearance in this one as Hank the gym instructor, <laughs> which is probably the second best uh, movie character ever. <laughs> Did he have a uh, different person doing his dubbing when he was being Hank? He was exactly the same person. I think exactly the same character. <laughs> it was just he was a gym instructor rather than a pimp. <laughs> gym instructing. Gym instructor dedicated to pimping. Yeah. Pimping instructing. Nice. Yeah, it's a really, I generally enjoyed the second one as well. Um, I don't think it's the same level as the first one, but it's got a lot of things it does better and stuff it does worse. Yeah. So, yeah, you were saying about Hellraiser as well, Carl, because that's one of my favourite horror films. Yeah. I mean, yeah. My, see, my dad had a series of films where he was all right with me watching certain horror films, and then there were ones where he thought maybe went a little bit too far. So Hellraiser was one of them. Um, Evil Dead. And another one, funny enough, which was one of my most, like, ultimate fucking favorite films robocop the first robocop film so i ended up the only way i managed to watch all of these films was i would basically wait until my parents went out of the room and i had a video player in my bedroom and then just take the videos upstairs and just watch them secretly (laughs) and then one day as a special treat because i came down with really really bad flu when i was about 15 and i was fucking bedridden for about a month and as a special treat because my dad was he's a soft fucker he was like carl i've got you hellraiser evil dead uh robocop and it was actually the first nightmare on elm street he had a bit of a problem with me watching as well um brought all these videos in and i had to pretend that i hadn't seen them before when <laughs> i'd seen pretty much every single one of them and also started started my love of trying to find banned horror films and different ways of getting them as well so uh <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's probably a topic for a different podcast about oh, our yeah, time well, on the uh, the RAF base with the band horror films. Oh Jesus, yeah, my 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 video collection going around with printed out. Hey, you want to buy some videos? <laughs> but yeah, we'll co- we'll come back to that. But yeah, fucking Hellraiser. Like, well, it's just amazing. Um, it's it's a shame that where it's gone now. You know, um, <laughs> I had high hopes for the last sequel that come out. That oh, um, yeah. Oh, God, I can't even remember who it was that done it. You know, we had another pinhead in there. Yeah, I think yeah. I got about 20 minutes into it, and I just... It wasn't a Hellraiser film to me. It was just torture porn. I just... And I don't mind that as a genre. It's just... I like my Hellraiser to be about the moral thing, the, the demons, the whole play for your soul. It was just yeah. something completely different. It was some... I, there were some really good concepts in it, but like you said, he went a bit too... Whoever, I can't, like I said, I can't remember the guy who did it, but he, he just went down this thing of going, do you know what? I'm going to make something really, really grotesque. And I think if he had some good story writing and could actually justify the grotesqueness a little bit more, then brilliant. Because I don't know if you've seen that far. They had things where, um, I believe it was like, you had to write down your sin or you had to write something down and they had these people that were all chained up and they had to eat the sin. And then they regurgitated up a response and things like that. And it was all this really cool, nightmarish, hellish things. And a lot of, you know, sadomasochistic things that were coming in there. But what made, like, the original Hellraiser, Hellraiser 2 brilliant was that, yep, they were quite visceral, but they were poetic. And the story yeah. behind them, like, Pinhead, I mean, is just fucking iconic. Like, yeah. the way he speaks, the reverence behind him, you know, it, it's it's so believable. And over time that's kind of pitted out i mean I, there was a few of the sequels i thought were pretty cool i liked um i thought inferno was pretty cool you know it was uh, one of my f- favorite sequels after the second one i think yeah. it was probably my third favorite yeah but um yeah no I've, uh, hellraiser i think's great and you know they, they've teased us for a long time you know clive barker sort of teased us a bit about how he's gonna 
get the rights back and um i believe that they had some of the shock french film directors were tied to it for a little bit you know um the people behind the film inside i think we're gonna be doing oh, a very sequel. good film yeah um yeah and there was some concept art of how pinhead was gonna look and it looks so much cooler like the scars going up his head looked like they'd been done with a jagged piece of glass they just weren't straight okay. And the nails were really uneven all through the skull. It just, it, Pinhead looked amazing. Mm. And he actually wore a proper priest robe as well. It was not sadomasochistic. So I was so excited. And yeah, like a lot of these awesome looking sequels that I've talked about online, it just vanished. It, it didn't go any further than the concept stuff, you know? So yeah. uh, See, for, for me, and Pinhead's fantastic. He's an amazing character, but... In the original Hellraiser, I always thought uh, Julia was a far more scarier character. Mm, yeah. To me personally, even Hellraiser, because in Hellraiser, he wasn't even called Pinhead then, was he? He was just called the lead Cenobite, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And um, it's like he's a demon, that's his purpose. But with Julia, every bad thing she does is her choice. She is just an evil fucker by choice. Yeah. And yeah. I found that far more disturbing to me. Definitely. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, you know, and again, especially in the second film as well, the way that she sort of gets on that, um, she's just a horrible person through and through. But um, And I think yeah. that's credit as well to the actress Claire Higgins, I believe her name is, because um, I remember seeing an interview, she said she's not a horror fan at all, she's quite screamish, she doesn't like mm. horror, but to throw herself into that sort of performance and role and be so convincing with it, you know, that's a sign of a good yeah. actress all those smacks into the guy's heads with hammers. Oh, like, yeah. It's fucking nasty. There's something about hammer blows to the head. It's always had me, like, something that always makes me wince a little bit. It's just that sound and that heftiness of, you know, you could imagine that would really shatter your fucking skull, like. I think it's a thing as well with hammer blows. It's something that's available so easily as well. Just go into pound shop, pick up a hammer. That's it. Go out into the street, start hammer time, man. So, it is. You can't touch it. That's it. You can't touch this. Fucking hammer time. Two hammers in your hands. <laughs> Fucking hammers into the head everywhere. Yeah, the movie franchise. Job sorted. That's it. That's it. So the, what are we actually going to call that, though? It's hammer time. Hammer time? Yeah. Nice. And, and then... Mr. Hammer say, can probably do a soundtrack as well. You can turn around then to his wife, like, because she doesn't know that he's doing this shit, and she's like, where are you going? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go and get hammered. <laughs> actually actually that would tagline yeah. let's get hammered i suppose that would that would kind of insinuate that he's gonna get hammered though yeah. so we oh, need to true. think about that mm. yeah or he could when he does it to somebody and just turns around and goes you're hammered there we go <laughs> nice there we go that's another film there yeah weinstein's gonna be very happy with us <laughs> oh yeah and we're gonna be very sad <laughs> yeah Confused. very sad hashtag men's rights or something i don't know yeah. what is it what me too that's yeah. it <laughs> hashtag me too yeah <laughs> um so i think yeah. i think that gives everyone a little bit of a taster of um of who we are anyway <laughs> yeah so as you say um in a probably 45 minute podcast we'll probably end up talking about 10 minutes of movies <laughs> that's just gonna be awful <laughs> yeah no we we knew this show was more of a practice run. We wanted to just share share a little bit about us so you got to know us. Um, we have actually got structured plans for the show yeah. going forward. I actually even wrote it down. That's how that's how organised I am. I wrote shit down. Yeah, I 
the reason why I'm wearing these these awesome shades is not only to hide my heroin fueled eyes, but also because um, I can look at my monitor where I've got a list of things written down, and nobody can see that I've I've got notes here. So so what we got so. A few things that we're going to have which are going to be regular on our shows, I'm going to talk a little bit more about them, is so each week we're going to talk about a film each that the other person has decided for the other person. So, I mean, we can we can even do that first bit now just so we know what films we're going to be talking about on the next show. So, um, so Mac, um, as you mentioned it the other day that you hadn't seen it before and I thought it might be cool for you to check out, Hostel. Okay, brilliant. Um, so when it was films, I feel like I should have seen. Yeah, it's a huge film, and I just never got around to watching it. It's it's not the greatest film in the world, but it's it's possibly one of three Eli Roth films which are tolerable. So yeah, um, and, and to be controversial because some people worship him, but I think Eli Roth is so fucking overrated. Yeah, no, he's he's got a couple of things like I I liked. I mean, did he do Clown? Did he produce it? I think he just I, produced it, didn't he? I'm not too sure. We have to yeah. get on to that and we'll uh, put up a, an update on our social media site or something just to clarify, but I think he just produced it. Yeah, but that's pretty good. Um, Cabin Fever, I thought was mm. fun. I thought it was a good, yeah. fun film. There was some cool little elements in there, you know, lots of homages to other films and lots of things that were left open. I never, uh, never saw the um, remake yeah, what's, what's I, that about when you get remakes from films which are not even 20 years old yet? Yeah, and it was his own film as well. Um, Green Inferno. I think it's Green Inferno, isn't it? That's for a cannibal one, isn't yeah. it? No, yeah. That, that had so much fucking promise, right? It was a really, really good homage to Cannibal Holocaust. Some really fucking nasty stuff in it. But uh, he bolstered all up with a story and he, like the end of it, I was just like, ah, oh, you could have just kept it simple. If you kept it simple without trying to be, he was trying to make a statement and it was going down the path of power to females and power to women and shit and no disrespect to women. I like women quite a lot. You know, they're all right. But it was rather than going with complete homage and doing what he should have done in the film, it was... This woman became kick ass and fucking saved the day, and I was like, oh, I just wanted to see her get eaten, like every year for fucker, everyone <laughs> be fucking eaten in that film. Um, but yeah, so Hostel, I think you'll enjoy Hostel. It's it's nowhere near as bad as it was advertised. I mean, like they advertise it going, ah, oh, you know, this is. I wouldn't even say it's torture porn to be honest. There's a couple of scenes in it where you're like, oh, it's quite gory, but a lot of the stuff happens off camera. So you'll see things like a drill going towards stuff and then the camera will pull away. Don't get me wrong, you'll see a few kind of balls to the wall gore bits in there, but um, yeah, I think you'll have a bit of fun. So that'll be the film that Mac's going to watch um, in preparation for the next podcast where Mac will then tell us what he thinks about it, give us a bit of an overview of the film, and then I'll join him and we'll have a little chat about it after. And now Mac's going to tell me what I'm watching. Okay, it's what I uh, mentioned to you the other day, uh, and it's amazing. We were on about earlier about killer robots, so mm -hmm. this ties in perfectly to that. It's one called Chopping Mall. Okay. It's a, an amazing title, and it's just a, such a bonkers, fun film. I won't say too much more about it, uh -huh. but it is just absolutely... It's just pure 80s. It's uh, awesome. The, the concept is just so bizarre in itself. It's so simple, but anything so bizarre. About it. I don't think I know a single thing about it, to be honest. I... Well, 
the original title was going to be called Killbots, uh-huh. um, but it, it flopped into that title, so he remarketed it and uh, right. Chopping Mall, which is an amazing, great yeah. title. Um, <laughs> but I won't say too much more about it because it'll just spoil the the ride. But it's uh, yeah, it's just great. I think you'll have a time of your life with it, really. Awesome, cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so that'll be the film that I'll be watching. And because my memory's so shit, I'm going to watch Hostel again anyway so that I can get some sort of an idea about it. Um, So that'll be what we'll be doing then on each show. We'll pick a film. And we also want to try and get people involved in social media as well. So, you know, um, we'd love it if you guys want to watch the same films and put some comments on the Movie Awful Facebook page as well to say what you think about Hostel and Chopping Mall. Um, Get that on there. And another then regular sort of section that we're going to have on this is the Offal Royale, which is a film tournament section, which I'll list the films that we've got in this tournament. And then, Mac, if you can kind of explain the the rules of what's going to happen. Yeah, most definitely. So the seven films that Mac has picked in the tournament, and these are his Films which he thinks are going to beat mine are Demon Warp, Reanimator, Waxworks, Evil Dead 2, The Blob, 1988 version, Night of the Creeps, and Prince of Darkness. My films are Child's Play 2, Troll 1, Extro, House by the Cemetery, Puppet Master, Hellraiser, and then I did make a slight change. Um, I've got Cannibal Ferox in there now. Oh, cheeky. Yeah, cheeky Cannibal Ferox. Yeah. So are. I'll leave it to you, Mac, to explain the rules for this. Right. So basically what this is, is um, as Carl says, we're going to be putting two films each week against each other. We're going to pitch them to you, the listeners, and then you get to vote on our social media site as to which one you think should win. So we've got a Facebook page made up. And we're going to list the films. So, for example, I pick one film one week at random, Car picks another one, and then we will just pitch the hell out of those films, why they're the best film ever. Even if they're not the best film ever, we're just going to be pitching that shit. And you guys are joining us on Facebook. have got to base it purely on our pitch. Not your knowledge of the film. It's got to be based on our pitch. Yeah. Um, because I will be... Um, fabricating quite a lot of the stuff that i say about my films because um either my memory shit or the films i picked were ridiculous that's it because we all know how is <laughs> one of the greatest films of all time but if we're just doing it purely on pitch is yep. it really better than demon warp you know that's, it's uh... i don't think demon warp is going to be beatable to be honest i mean it's yeah it's a fucking it's a... demonic alien bigfoot yeah. Cabin in the Woods style horror it's, film. It's so good. It never even got uh, anything past a VHS release. That's. <laughs> I'm going to say. I don't want to go too far ahead of myself. It's. Uh, we'll, save yeah, we, we, we'll save that for the the, the offer royale. Yeah, but as I say, it'll be totally down to you guys as well. We want to make it as interactive as possible. So you are our audience. We are pitching it to you. You vote for it, and uh, whoever gets the most wins throughout the series, uh, I'll make up a little trophy, and whoever loses, uh, we'll get a, maybe a cheeky cheeky forfeit or something who knows yeah, no, i think it's good because one of the other things is that um as well as this podcast being you know obviously a podcast that you listen to um we will be recording videos and recording this as a video as we are right now 
Um, so there will be a little bit, little bit extra if you decide to watch the video version, which will include forfeits and bits and pieces as well. We're going to have random questions that um, I will ask about Hostel. Uh, Mark will have questions to ask me and there will be um, forfeits uh, if we get the questions wrong as well. So I think we're coming towards the end of our show, really. Oh, shit, man. Our first show. That's... I think that went uh, too quick. Very uh, quick. It went a little too quick. Um, Mac is going to be the the editor for this. Um, people that are watching it on YouTube, um, you'll be lucky enough to see unfiltered, scrappy as fuck, <laughs> messed up, drivel in between everything. Whilst, whilst Mac trims the fat a little bit, and, yeah. um, adds, adds some songs and other bits and pieces. Yeah, just add some various random shit, which I haven't even got anything to do with a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just add some random shit. Just slot them in there. Um, I'm going to say a big thank you to Jason Beggs, um, a.k.a. Um, what's he fucking called again online? Fat... Oh, Mr. The Big Man, is it? Or... Mr. There's Mr. The Big Man and Fat Lad Food. <laughs> that, that... And uh, also I'd like to say as well, while you're on uh, the subject of Jason, uh, congratulations on your christening uh today not your christening obviously your, your child's christening <laughs> no he's being christened as well oh brilliant it's a yeah. one offer is it I, i'm gonna be christening him <laughs> yeah brilliant gonna, gonna give him a nice little warm shower well we are uh, actually certified priests aren't we back from our university days yes we are yeah we, remember we we blessed the takeaway guy as he brought yeah. up to us uh, um i remember we, dressed up as um people from another country let's say going <laughs> into the corner shop yes <laughs> For those not an unwritten joke, um, Carl and I were also, as well as going to school together, working together, we also ended up in university together. And just for shits and giggles, we would just order takeaway and just do fancy dress just for when we, for people would deliver food to us, just to confuse them. Yeah, and they often yeah. were. <laughs> yeah, I was confused. I, yeah, we were, we were usually confused at this point as well. So, um, yeah, so that's the sort of thing that Mac will be chopping out of the, the podcast. <laughs> to keep it nice and neat so um yep thanks for listening everybody and um i think that covers everything doesn't it was there yeah, anything I think so yeah so. oh yeah th there was one more thing if if anyone's got anything they'd like me and mac to announce or any messages you'd like us to relay yeah. so any questions anything at all send them our way maybe maybe you'd like us to record a little message for you to say to your manager that we're your dad and that you won't be in work tomorrow because you've got a bad tummy or you want some time off pe because you've got aids <laughs> something like that yeah who that's a very disturbing thought like a little kid's going to a PE teacher i can't do PE today because i've got aids yeah what's the PE teacher gonna say what's what's mr brown gonna say yeah that's it He's gonna go. Listen, do it in your pants and socks, then. Yeah. Can you? Can, can I got still, my kit. Don't matter. Can can PE teachers still force children to do things in their underwear these days? Part of me hopes they can. <laughs> yeah, me too. Anyway. Right. <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.